This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the January 17th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. This is a double apology day. The first is that I neglected to mention yesterday that it was Martin Luther King Jr.'s day. A great man who did great things for our country and whose life was tragically cut short. How did I miss it? That home office thing, and I don't watch as much TV news as you might think. Quick hitters. I saw someone on Twitter complaining about egg prices in our capitalistic system. I collected some data, did some math, and determined that someone receiving an average wage would have to work 11 minutes in the U.S. and 21 minutes in Russia to buy a dozen eggs. 22 minutes in China, though they are on the capitalist side. Kind of. There is a new show coming to TLC. I think TLC used to stand for The Learning Channel, titled MILF Manor, M-I-L-F. Eight women between about 40 and 60 will try to find love with men half their age. Some of the younger men are sons of the contestants. I'm going to pass. United Kingdom teachers in Britain have decided to strike. Others already striking, including nurses and railroad workers. I read that a security guard in an, an American mall told a customer to take off his t-shirt that said, Jesus saves. If I removed a t-shirt in a mall, I'm pretty sure they would order me to put it back on. Elon Musk has a civil trial starting soon over 2018 tweets that suggested he would take Tesla private. If the jury determines he was tweeting to manipulate the stock price, then he could owe big money. I think. Allegedly. Now this is cool. Scientists used a laser to steer lightning. I don't know for sure, but it seems the laser creates a slightly less resistant path for the lightning, and lightning, likes me, like me, takes the path of least resistance. Kind of like a metal lightning rod, but the laser system is able to cover a larger area. Moving on. I messed up. In discussing Biden's classified document issue yesterday, I referenced some of the documents were stored at a home where someone was living who I characterized as, quote, a drug guy with ties to the Chinese, end quote. I know what I meant. I know that I did not mean how dare Hunter Biden know or associate with a Chinese person. But would others know what I meant? A frequent listener pointed out that this comment could be misconstrued, that others could manipulate what I said and make me out to be anti-Chinese. The listener was correct, but I don't want to do one of those half-assed apologies where one says, if you misconstrued what I said, then I am sorry. I am sorry and the blame is mine. My comment should have been clearer, and I should have specifically said the Chinese government, not the Chinese. Again, the fault is mine, and I will strive to do better. While I accept fault for my language, I stand by the intent of my comment that having a drug guy with ties to the Chinese government in close proximity to U.S. classified documents is a mistake. We are in competition with the Chinese government that rules China in a totalitarian way. I fear it could become a shooting war, if not a shooting war, then a rebalancing that affects millions of lives, neighbors who have to cave to things they do not want to do. 
I was a supporter of the Bush administration's position in 2001 to support China's entry into the World Trade Organization. The idea was to involve China in the world economy as a way to move them further towards capitalism and therefore democracy. We viewed capitalism and democracy as linked. They often were, at least they seemed to be. China seems to have gone a rather unique route, obtaining the benefits of capitalism while continuing a totalitarian rule. I am against the totalitarian nature of the Chinese government and do so partly in support of the Chinese people. The other part is, I think the Chinese government is a bully with ill intent for its neighbors. Hey, you can call the U.S. a bully, but I think we have good intent. And since we bought Alaska, we don't keep territory. We had control of Japan and set them up for a good future. We eventually relinquished the Philippines, though it took about 50 years after the Spanish-American War. Germany was in the control of the Allies, and we uh, set it back on its own course. And when it comes to an all-powerful totalitarian government, frequent listeners to this podcast know that I have some concerns about uh, that the U.S. is heading in that direction. Not always by our government, but by elites working with social media to suppress free speech. That bothers me. No, I'm bitching about the U.S. But back to China and the U.S. because I want to get my dog story in. I do think we are in a real battle with the Chinese government. In a way, it reminds me of the time my nine-month-old Australian shepherd was interacting with a ram. That is the male version of a sheep. Rams are big, mean, too. The ram was trying to kill my dog. My dog was having fun playing keep away with a ram and doing a good job of it because he was a nimble dog. I think the Chinese government would like to crush us, and we don't realize it. Going back to the Bush policy, our fervent hope was to invite the Chinese, I think I'm okay not saying Chinese government this time, into the world economy where they could reap the rewards of global trade and improve the lives of their people. I'm good with that. Still am. But I'm scared with where we are at now. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know. And if you know someone in Antarctica, I want to pick up that seventh continent. Please share with them.